Abuse has many faces. It has no gender, age, status, or class. It can be domestic or otherwise. However, what is prominent among victims is not just the hurt or trauma, it is also the culture of silence. Another story of domestic violence sends the society into media buzz of victims speaking out before it is too late. But is the society in one breath asking the people to speak up or asking the victims to speak up and at the same time shaming the victims who do? Do we only ask people to speak up as a medicine after death or defense to feel less guilt? What if people are going through some other form of abuse that the society may not really call abuse because it is not physical? The abuse called narcissism. How can you survive this form of abuse? Well, you're about to find out these and many more on today's episode. Good evening, my lovelies. It's time for Street Talk with Similulua. Be in your best relaxed mode to listen to this episode. Just give me a drip and I will be right back. Please note, this is not a professional or medical advice. If you have or are experiencing any form of mental issue or psychological issue, please seek professional help or medical help. The culture of silence in abusive relationships, domestic or otherwise, is a victim's personal struggle to mentally grapple with the experience, to avoid being in the spotlight for the wrong things and eventually shamed for having the courage to speak about their experiences. If you notice, many, many not all, who tell these people to speak up are either people who are fighting for these victims without a proper understanding of what they have been through and how they struggle to forget about it, or people who have not been that fundamentally abused or the abusers themselves who are trying to look good before the society to cover up their embedded evil personality. I remember once reading about a woman's experience on social media. She had come to the social media to call out her partner for hitting her. The same society currently saying people should speak up when they are being abused, criticized her for not dealing with her matter privately. It seems one is left with daring greatly to speak out about abuse or privately dealing with this issue with the people you trust. Because the truth is many people may not care and many may defend the abuser and say it is your fault. The abuser may even turn the table against you through mental manipulation or mind games so that you become the wrong person while they stand justified. This mind game is often played by those called narcissists. Now. We all, at one point in time or the other, have had to be narcissistic in nature. No one is perfect. However, when it comes to those with this personality disorder, it is a different ballgame. Narcissism becomes a personality disorder when a person is consciously aware that they are mistreating another human, but they rationalize it or justify their nasty treatment. Narcissists are motivated by the supply they get from their victims. According to Dr. Melissa Colt, all narcissists are motivated by narcissistic supply and survival of their personal, that is their idealized self with its made-up version of reality. 
their extreme grandiose sense of self-importance. Their weapon is mental manipulation. They slowly destroy the self-esteem of their victim such that the victim begins to question their reality. If they are confronted about it, they deny it blatantly and mess with your mind once again by saying it is just a fickle of your imagination. They do this and softly sell it to others around them until you begin to doubt yourself. Now, if you don't save yourself, two things may eventually happen. They may eventually mess with your mind such that they have control over it and that gives them the power to manipulate you however they want. Secondly, it may lead to your mental or physical death. People have stayed long enough in narcissistic abuse to commit suicide. And that is the truth. How you may ask, by systematically making your life miserable. They feed off your energy and leak out your joy in a passive aggressive way. They can mirror your best qualities while they project their nasty nature on you. They will do anything to cover up their evil deed and look good before the society, including throwing you under the bus. Once you do not provide them with their narcissistic supply, they begin to devalue their victim and mistreat them. And oh, you might have confided in them about something. This also becomes their weapon against you as they will use it to shame you or justify their inhuman actions. My dear friend, this is not a matter of going to the social media to call out anyone. If the Lord gives you a route of escape, you had better take it and run for your life. And running for your life is just the beginning of your healing process, depending on how deep the impact has gone to affect you. But hey, once you take the first step of leaving, you are on your path to recovery. Don't look back. The next thing you want to do is take your mind back by being intentional about the environment you are, what and who you listen to, basically what you feed your mind with. I must at this point mention that healing can take a massive amount of time, but every baby step towards your recovery counts. So don't think nothing is happening. And for any victim listening to this, the truth is that the society may not come to your rescue. For many reasons, but the reasons are not your concern. You have to be your own rescuer with the help of God. There is no need to clean up any mess or fix anything. Look, with a narcissist, you hardly ever win and they hardly ever change. Just run. Now, a person who has suffered narcissistic abuse must be careful not to have taken after the narcissist, hence becoming a narcissist themselves. Remember the saying that hurting people hurt people? Most times that is how the cycle goes. And if you are in a situation where a narcissist cannot be avoided, please make sure you have little or no contact with them. Aside from this, on this platform, we cannot overemphasize intentionally building a helpful community of friends. Friends that genuinely love you, sometimes more than you love yourself. Friends who love you enough to take action for you when you are too weak to do so for yourself. Finally, the culture of shaming victims of abusive relationships may still be there and the society may keep shaming people until the irredeemable happens. This should not leave the victim without help and the help lies in the victim saying enough and saving himself or herself from the abuse. And once you are able to do that, 
you see yourself evolving, growing. You begin to attract goodness to yourself, living authentically, and above all, having peace of mind you didn't know there was. Let me emphasize again that healing will take time. So don't beat up yourself for not healing as fast as you should. Give it time. You know, I have an idea of what it means to be mentally abused so much so you can't even say anything. Neither can you succinctly tell your story. But that is not as important as you surviving and healing from it. Finally, I hope you find the strength and courage to leave any potentially fatal relationship before it is too late. Please thank you so much for stopping by. I believe you gained one or two things from today's episode. Go ahead to share with your family, friends, and foes. Like, follow, comment, and favorite our podcast on any of the platforms you're listening from. That is Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and there are some other platforms as well. This helps us to get across to more people all over the globe. Your singular action may just save a life. So go ahead and smash that button like right now. Next week promises to bring you yet another interesting and insightful topic by God's grace. But till then, my friends, keep well and have a wonderful, wonderful Easter celebration.